Jam's face. Oh, right in, right in. We're going right in, baby. We're going right in. <laughs> We're going right in. We're going right in. It's Sunday, baby. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's Sun- that fun day. Summertime, sun outside. Yo, Sunday may be the day that God does rest, but that's the day that I get up and I do my best. I put you to the test and I put on a vest and I'll jump up in the air, grab some soap from Crest. Yo, it's the day that it's known by the sun. I'm known for having fun and I'm also number one. I'm the sun. S-O-N, you know you heard me bend My mind and my thoughts on that beat And you know I am Scott Flipping at the beginning of the week Damn right, you know that's absurd Right in the beginning, Monday the beginning And that was the word That was a word You know that it's right Monday's the day that God separates darkness from light Making the animals, making the water The fishes that swim in the sea If you're looking for animals, all of that stuff Then baby, you're looking for me And if you're looking for the type of man Speaking just what he's saying You're looking for the type of man That was made out of clay God breathed that life in Then made that wife in Then took that rib out Just to excite him That was the whole week It can't be bested Monday through Saturday Seventh day he rested yeah. You gotta, you gotta follow up on that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah uh-huh. You got that sick flow that jam space. I am God. Yes, it's my fucking day. Cause I'm out of the fucking world. Yes, get out of my fucking way. Hey, nobody can say my name in vain. Cause I'm like, chow, chow, chow. Lightning strike you, man. Cause now you're dead. I'm the boss. Nobody fucking touch me. Okay, get away. Don't even fucking rough me. Rough me up cause you can't touch me. Literally, I'm invisible in the sky. Come and get me. No, uh. you can't. No, you can't. Can't touch no, me. Can't touch can't. me. I'm God. No, touch me. It's God. God. It's God. No, you can't. God is the no, boss. <laughs> try to touch me, you're at a loss. Don't try to steal a touch from my cloak. Don't try to steal a touch from my robe. It's a joke. I'm in Jesus form now. I'm in Jesus form. Wow. I'm in Jesus. That's true. He's Jesus too now. Now check me out. I'm chilling up on this cross. Yeah. Bleeding out, but still call me the boss. Big boss. (laughs) Running it. It's ascension. Man, I'll come back next year. To ascension. Yeah. I'm the god, I'm the boss, freak you for days. If you kill me, then I'll only come back in three days. Ooh. Damn right. Never treat you like a stranger. You're a friend to me. Damn right, I was born inside a manger. Star right above three kings, bringing gold, frankincense, Ooh. incense, myrrh, just for babies. They're to hold. Then the shepherds come to worship. Damn right, they came to hear it. Father and the Son, I am the third. That's the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. It's ethereal, can't be touched. Yeah. It's ethereal. It can't, can't be, touched. be touched. Yeah. It's the gosh darn jam space. It's the gosh darn chance, babe. What's up, y'all? It's me, your little buddy Colton Dunn. 
My name is Scott Rogers. And it is I, Janine Hogan. Mm-hmm. Alex Burke is here. He's on the ones and zeros. He's on the blacks and whites. He tickles them with both his hands and his feet. That's right. And of course, what's that? I love you, roll my bio. That's right. That's right. And who else is here? Well, we've got Nick Baron here. Oh, that guy is. Yeah, Hollywood is here. That guy's Nick. Sitting on the gold chair, shooting Mm -hmm. the videos. You can check out tons of his cool videos on our Patreon. And uh, how are you doing today, Nick? There it is. Nick's doing you heard real, it here first. real good. How how are how is everyone doing? Maybe the we could say one word at once for yeah. us. We all get well, one word and we can say it. At we'll say at one time, time how we're doing. Yep. One, two, three. Relieved. Oh. How are you doing? I'm relieved. You? I said great. I said good. Okay. Good. There we go. I think those are all. You're positives. relieved. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Things are good. Oh, things are great. You had some tension. Now you're relieved. Had some tension. I said had some tension that is, was has been four years in the making, and I am relieved of it now. So I'm good. That's tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. That's so great. And you know, uh, you heard us rapping, mm-hmm. but then you heard this other voice, and you're like, eh, I what? don't really know this person, this voice as much on this. Sounds podcast. like some kind of robot. Sounds like some kind of built rap- to built to. Spit rhymes. Yeah, some kind of rapping robot whose sole purpose is to be top-notch rap dude or rap being, rap god, if you will. Mm. I would go that far. Eminem rap bot. is our go- is our guest. No, I'm just kidding. No, far from it. Do you want to say his name or do you want me to say his name? Ross Bryant. <laughs> oh, Ross Bryant's here. Thanks, Janine. Ross Bryant. Hey guys, I'm Ross. The man, the What's myth, up, Ross? the legend. I'm doing great. Oh, dude. Some Thanks people so much are for doing the show. Some people are relieved. Some people are great. Um, um, no, thank you for having me. What yeah, a life. Of course. Yeah. You, uh, your your girlfriend was on this show. Yes, she was. Shannon Joy Rogers. Shannon That's Joy right. Rogers was on here. Uh, it, I've met you a few Wrapping times. And yeah. I think uh, Colton and Janine and Alex know you better than I, but... Uh, we gave my wife and I gave you and Shannon a ride home from a birthday party, and oh. they were t- Shannon and and uh, Ross were telling their story how they met, and Shannon said she reached out to you, and which is much like how my wife reached out to me via okay. social media, and I remember you saying, you were like she reached out to me, and I ain't no fool, or <laughs> something like that. You're like, yeah, and I'm not a fool. I'm I ain't no fool, no fool. and yeah. you know when a good things come your way. Yeah, and yeah. Shannon's tight. You're tight. Oh man, that's a great couple right there. Oh yeah, power couple. I can only yeah. speak for, for the Shannon's half of the couple, and yeah, she's she's the best. She's great. She's great. So yeah. you speak for her. I, I speak for her. Oh, at buddy. All times. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah. Time's no, up. no. <laughs> I can only speak uh, of my opinion of her. I I, I wouldn't want to get it. Yeah. How no, do you she's think great. about yourself? Hmm? What's your opinion of yourself? It varies from day to day, <laughs> peaks <laughs> and valleys. Ah, yes. So you must also be an actor then. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a profession bound to uh, to provide you with delusions uh, of grandeur uh, and the depths of despair in equal measure. Uh, have you seen Once business. Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? Yeah, yeah, you I saw it a few it? days ago. Uh, you've seen, you saw you uh-huh. saw it, but you have not seen it. I haven't seen it. There's a very funny like scene uh, in the trail when he's in his trailer. That's a very like actory beat actor beating himself up scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah, you'll love it. Um, uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, very very relatable. A good good self-aggrandizing, yeah. beat yourself up moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's tough to uh, put yourself out there. 
You know what I mean? Like it's tough to to be vulnerable and kind of go out there and we all need some words of inspiration sometimes. We all get down and so part of what I do with this podcast as everyone knows is I read tweets, I mean texts from my grandmother that she sends me to inspire me. I wish she had a Twitter. <laughs> Grandma doesn't have a Twitter. She's got about four Facebook pages though. <laughs> right. She keeps uh Someone's hacking her shit, <laughs> and I don't have the heart to like get into it. I mean, it's like whatever, you know. I know which one's her. Always believe something wonderful is going to happen, mm. even with all the ups and downs. Never take a day for granted. Mm. Smile, cherish the little things, and remember to hug the ones you really love. Yeah. And this is brought to you by Facebook.com/backslash. Shut up! I'm still talking. Kind of I'll tell you what, it's no Jeff Dunham, but yeah, it's it'll a, do. Yeah, we've had a couple Jeff Dunham quotes in there, so this is definitely a step back in the, the correct direction, I think. Hey, Ross, you yeah. do comedy and stuff, right? Uh-huh. No doubt your one of your favorite comedians is Jeff Dunham, right? <laughs> Are you up on Jeff Dunham shit? I mean, I know. I, it's been a while since I, since I touched base with Jeff Dunham, yeah. but I remember, you know, I remember the the he's got the cranky man Walter. Uh-huh. He's got right. the yes, he's okay. got the jalapeno on the stick. Okay, so he's yeah. got the dead terrorist skeleton. Hawkman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so, yeah. So you, that's what stuff you like. Well, he just said that that's stuff that he had. He yes. didn't. He didn't. Uh, yeah. No, he, he hadn't seen. He, he didn't even that's say. That's what you I've like seen. It. I didn't I'm put just, a value judgment yeah, on. I'm him just either. razzing you. Yeah. Um, that's a good quote. It's not bad. I like it's that. a good quote. You know, nice take some time. Yeah. Think about the good things you have in life. Back to the Jerry we all know and love. Jerry? Mm-hmm. J-E-R-E. Wow. Okay. That's how you spell her J-E-R-E. name. J-E-R-E. Mm-hmm. My grandma, she texts me every morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did she actually text that to you? Well, she takes a picture oh, okay. of something she's reading in the morning, and then she texts it individually seemingly to every member of our family yeah that's what she does yeah and they, they've ranged you know and they they're like all to, over the place we like There's to let some... them spark conversation you know mm-hmm. much like i think uh, any topic we bring up here mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. music is meant to spark conversation how do you yeah. keep things positive for yourself what are do you have like uh, some things you do like for me i uh live i don't live to i live in atwater village so i'm mm-hmm. pretty close to griffith park so i'll, I'll take a hike you know, and like finally, so I'll t- take a hike, pal. I've been yeah, telling you that for enough. years. That was pretty. I walked. Yeah. I, I walked directly into that one. That's just I one hiked, of my I hiked yep. right into that. <laughs> that burn Scott was just a, a. That was a Scott silly. A box a, propped up by a stick, and you man. walked right. Oh in. man, yeah, jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walked right into it. Uh, yes, what Griffith uh, Park? Yeah. Okay. Let's slow down. <laughs> He's on Thank a roll you, over here. This guy's Jeff Dunham over here. Yep. Can't be stopped. Uh, but that's like something where when I'm doing it I, and a lot of times during that walk, I'll be like, you know what? Things are actually really great right now. I'm, you know, I love what I do for work and I love my wife and I love my kid. And, you know, so what's something you do to remind yourself what you love? I do a few things, I guess. I like I have a I have a dog that I love a whole lot and mm-hmm. I walk her and she is incredibly slow yeah. because she's a formerly she's a formerly chunky lady okay. she's, she's a corgi she's a corgi she's on a weight loss journey when i adopted her from the pound she was probably 35 pounds overweight Ooh, wow she was topping out at 55 pounds oh she God. looked like a giant sofa cushion with a dog's face just sort of photoshopped on the front <laughs> oh and God. over the course of the past several years she's she's lost quite a bit of weight but she's still very slow so it's an exercise in patience 
to walk her around the block. And uh, and that just gets your gets your head right. Yeah. So what's your dog's name? Her name is Rarebit. Rarebit. Okay. Rarebit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rarebit. Shannon rapped about her when she was on the show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm not going to keep bringing up Shannon. You're your own person. How, uh, oh. how did she get so big? Is that part of the reason why you had to rescue her? Or? It's a total mystery. She was, she was tied up and abandoned on the street, and she was morbidly obese. Oh, so gosh. she was both overfed and abandoned. Wow. That's a... That'll fuck you up. Yeah, yeah that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Well, thank goodness that uh, that they she found someone like you who's going to take that time. <laughs> who starves to, her, and so those yeah, walks. She though, hates every minute of it. <laughs> so taking those slow walks kind of give you a time to go. All right, well, I'm already walking slow. I might as well take yeah. some time to think about what I'm thankful for. It's meditative, and you yeah. get to just have a nice a nice morning, listen to some music as the as you as you walk the dog. I also like to draw, and just oh, it's cool. a nice okay. like meditative activity. And I, and I like to read. Those are the main, the and, main activities. Uh, that just as a plug, Ross's Instagram drawings are amazing. You should all follow them. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've, I've been listening to a lot of books on tape lately. That's yeah. been passing the time for uh, for dog walks. Yeah. Anything you'd recommend that you listened to recently? Um, Antonia Frazier's biography of Marie Antoinette. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. what I'm listening to right now. I can dig okay. it. I like biographies. Oh, man. My favorite book that I listened to all year was called My Thoughts Be Bloody. This is a biography of the Booth family, uh, Junius Brutus, Edwin, and John Wilkes. Yeah. And it is fascinating his brother's like uh was was is an actor was like a yeah. on, wasn't he in the show that it was, was going not, on? Well, it's 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 crazy how it all lines up so um yeah junius brutus booth was the patriarch of the family one of the most famous actors of his yeah. day his sons included there there were several but included edwin booth who was maybe the most famous actor in america maybe the world in the 1860s wow um he was a uh, progressive for the time so sure. was involved with uh, abolitionist causes. Was a was a like as much as someone can be back then. Yeah, they didn't a good think dude. that black people were humans, but they but, still didn't think yeah. they needed should be slaves. <laughs> yeah, didn't think they should be property. Um, and uh, John Wilkes fell in with a with a bad crowd, but they were both actors. Uh, Edwin was revered as as the god of the stage. John Wilkes was. It sounds like. He was a loose cannon who was really into the fighting in plays, but not so much into the acting. Oh, so he sounds like the guy in like your first year improv class who, when when things get rough, will like actually punch you. Yeah, um, like, oh, we take, all went to class with that guy. Yeah. Um, so I feel like when I was growing up, I would hear that John Wilkes Booth was was a famous actor when he shot Lincoln. It would have been like if Tom Cruise shot the president. Oh. That's really not the case. It's more like he's like. The, the kind of like lesser scion yeah, of this Vin family. Vin Diesel. Right. It's more like if like Stephen Baldwin shot. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That's wow. wow. That sounds like a good, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. I think that'd be. But, but Edwin Booth did have a love affair with Laura Keene, a famous actress while they were on a tour in Australia. And Laura Keene was starring in Our American Cousin on the night that John oh. Wilkes Booth shot Abraham Lincoln. Wow. And then you played, you rapped as Abraham Lincoln in a Black History Month oh, show. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to tell this story a little later, but oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll tell it now. Um, this is one of my favorite stories uh, with Ross is that, uh, and, and a story I just tell other people because it's just a funny, like, cautionary tale. But uh, so we, uh, I was doing this uh, freestyle rap battle for Black History Month where everybody would come and play a person from Black History. And also be in a rap battle, so it'd be like Rosa Parks versus Malcolm X, and you know, uh, you know, uh, John George Washington Carver Harriet versus Tubman. Abraham Lincoln. You yeah. know, uh, <clears throat> well, 
thing is, obviously, as your listeners have heard, Ross is very good at freestyle rapping. Uh, and, you know, we <laughs> there are other people who are good at freestyle rapping, but unfortunately, uh, that night, it just didn't quite measure out. And so by the end, it came, became very clear that the white guy was about to win the freestyle rap battle contest for Black History Month. And uh, man, that was really funny. I believe my lyrics in the last one were like, I should not win this. <laughs> Please do not applaud for me. I do not want to win this. That's funny. It's a bad look. Did you call it out in the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Made I was, a bit it was, out of it. You know, it was pretty black and white. <laughs> and to be fair, I think it was I think it was uh, Ego in the last in the last battle. She was great, and she did legitimately win that last battle. She did a good job. Who was she? I, I want. She was Madam C J Walker. Madam C J Walker, is that right? Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, Nick, Nick was there, and he pulled. You were out. there. Yeah. Must have been. Oh man. He filmed it and Gosh, has watched man, it. I love my brother. I can't believe he was even there. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, that you know, and this, but that was a very funny, uh, you know, situation that, uh, you know, that, and then so I'll ask you the same question. I think that I asked Janine when uh, I first met her about <clears throat> when people look at you, mm-hmm. they don't go, "This guy's about to drop some pretty sick freestyles." So, uh, one, how did you get into that world? And two, uh, uh, it, it, what kind of experience is that? Is to be like, "Well, check this out. I'm going to do this," and now it. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna fucking freak the fuck out. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I got into it just like probably like all of y'all, just falling in love with with uh, hip hop as a, as a kid. And um, but uh, and I think it was like in college, there were a couple guys in at my college who started this rap duo called Two True, <laughs> Numeral Two T R U. Hell yeah! And mm-hmm. I would I watched these shows and it, and it was and it was and it was that thing that we probably all experienced where you're like, this is pretty cool. But I could do that. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like when they would when they would freestyle, I would like force myself into their little ciphers and have fun with them. And then later on, just like in the in the niche dorky world of musical improv, which I got into sure. later in life in of Chicago, um, I was in a group called the Beatbox that was like really into freestyle, and that was really where we were all like really trying to get good yeah. all together. Um, but yeah, I know that I do not look like the sort of person who should rap well. <laughs> Or, or rap period, and um, and I, I don't. Yeah, I feel like I have a. It's I have a mixed relationship with it because I know that like I get a lot of mileage out of not looking like the guy who should be able to rap. That 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 and and a part of me is like I I want to be able to. It may sound foolish to take it this seriously or ridiculous to take it this seriously, but I, I really don't want that to be just like. I was able to clear the already low bar of your expectations. I want to be able to oh, actually yeah. do it well. Um, but well, uh, you certainly do. I mean, but, you surpass. Um, but yeah, it, it is. It is. It, it it is fun to like if if it is a crowd who's never seen seen I don't know Janine arrive before. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I get off on that first. Like, wow, what? What is she? When I start beatboxing, I'm like, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I did the show. Uh, I did a show on MTV called Wild and Out. Oh yeah, and um, that that was pretty much the lane in which I was cast. Yeah, was, yeah. To be like, can you believe this guy? Yeah, can, yeah, can, yeah. Do, can do rap. So they like pulled me because I also auditioned for Alan Out. I didn't make it, but they pulled me aside in like the second callback or something, just to like 
remind me I was white and be like, so you're white, right? Which is pretty interesting and pretty crazy that you could do this. So if you, you know, that's kind of what we want you to be. And I was like, Oh, okay. So they wanted me to. They like, wanted you like look be a more white, white nerd. Yeah. And then can you believe just, I'm white? <laughs> that's what crazy. They, like, be like, excuse me, excuse me. I can't, you know, find my daddy's car. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> I'm white. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was very weird. I got a trust fund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, trust funds is... would be so cool. Yeah, that'd be the best, wouldn't it? Yeah. It is interesting. Trust. Because Ross is, is wearing hats that we made. We used to have a duo together called mm-hmm. Infinity XL. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Yeah, we, we, we had a Jeez. show that we did a few times called Infinity XL, which we committed to enough to make merch. For Holy shit. Yeah. The whole idea of Infinity XL oh. is because Janine and I are both really thin and lanky. So <laughs> <laughs> the, we couldn't be further from XL. Holy yeah. shit. Holy and Holy so shit. we had these like full personas. We were like, we are the best people to ever rap ever and then and you would like, sorry go ahead and then it was like different different things we had like one written song yeah. he had a, he had a couple that he did alone uh-huh. and then we did a bunch of freestyle stuff yeah um but yeah it was very much like we took on these personas we were head to toe all white all white with these hats like, like outfits uh-huh. were all yeah. so kind of like like a parody of <laughs> where like where the fuck were you doing this <laughs> we did like it. the clubhouse around <laughs> yeah around <laughs> The local scene. How yeah. did I not see this yeah. show ever? We were basically dressed as parodies of like Fairfax hype beasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, did, and did like, yeah, super, super arrogant uh, stage oh persona. Oh my God. Yeah. Infinity XL. Infinity XL. Infinity XL. What were your names? We were just each other. It was like yeah. heightened oh, but versions that, of ourselves. Just heightened versions yeah. of it. And there, there was like one song where we were full characters. We were like real estate agents in, a haunted, a, very, in a haunted, like very comedic song. Ladies and gentlemen, Infinity XL. <laughs> Oh shit. Did you beatbox? No. Just freestyle. We yeah. just freestyled freestyle. to beats. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, um, Infinity yeah, yeah, XL. Yeah. I know you guys are pretty busy. We're You're booked. welcome. Just dropped this hot summer yeah. jam. We're booked. That's We're booked. Just, everybody's loving this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Since, since you seem to already know it, why don't you tell us the title? Yeah, what's the name of this? Oh, the title of this hot summer jam? Yeah. It's called. Uh, uh, hot streets, cool nights. Yeah. yeah. Hot oh, you yeah. already know. We know that one. <laughs> yeah. Hot streets, cool nights. Uh. Doing it one time for the summer. Yeah. Hot streets, cool nights. Yeah. If you're not with us, it's just a bummer. bummer. Hot streets, cool, cool nights. nights. Don't you know it's getting so high? Hot streets, cool nights. Fuck you if you're not rolling with, rolling with Infinity XL. XL. Have you in hell? Bring that beat back. On the streets, Jack. Yeah. Rolling with Infinity, please. It's like 98 degrees. Ooh. Like a 98 degree day. Talk about the heat and not Nick Lachey. Ooh. Oh, 
Going down the 405, it's so hot, not a creature should be alive. Mercury is rising, it's the summer, it should be surprising. Don't you know it's been hot for like eight days? Kicking it here in the sun's rays. Infinity exhale, staying paid. So damn hot, we just seek the shade. Staying cool, yeah, we know we might. But that only happens in the night. When the sun goes down, it's when the heat goes up. Temperature dropping, yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. Infinity XL, please don't come around me. We're the champs in the fucking street. Yes, they're cool, but until you see me, oh. yes, me and Ross, we the hottest fucking bosses. We come through the street and everyone is like, oh my god, I'm lost. Kid, I'm sweaty as fuck because they're so fucking hot. Ooh. Oh my god, baby, it's like a lot because they're like, whoa, crazy Janine and Ross, it's way too fucking much. Yes, what do I got? I got water, please. Cause I'm dehydrated, OMG. Can I get some water, please? Cause I'm dehydrated, OMG. Can I get some water, water. please? About to drop you to your knees. knees. Oh my God, with a Janine, yeah. Damn, we make the scene. Now listen up, I don't need a reason. The days are hot, but the nights are freezing. Cold ass nights, mercury is dropping, but infinity XL is never stopping. Mm. Ooh, when the clouds go up, don't you know we don't get corrupt? We put the layers on, it's the players on. Infinity XL in the player zone. <laughs> Riding around in a lift. Yeah. That's yeah. where Tokyo drift. Yeah. In, in the, the back lift. seat. Janine and Ross riding the beat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Beautiful. That's, that's kind of like our big banger right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's yeah. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> hot. I like, hear that all over the street. Just temperature cool reps. Yeah. Just temperature yeah. reps. Cool night. Pretty that's consistently. Cool night. Temperature. Yeah. Hot night. streets. Parentheses. Cool nights. Yeah. All lowercase. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry. It's pretty dope. I was gonna say. <laughs> and now it's time to take a trip. Into space, asteroids, comets, planets, moons, satellites, suns, stars, black holes. All of these things are in space. And so are we. Space, it's what's up. We're All in right. space. We're in space, y'all. Uh, all right, so today, guys, I want to talk about the 2015 uh, UFO sighting um, called the East Coast Go Fast video. Hmm. All right, you guys heard of this? No. 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 All right, well, this was uh, leaked in 2017, uh, along with some news of an, uh, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, uh, which was uh, sort of like they put out this leak that that the, that the military was actually looking into UFOs. Mm. And there was a video that revealed an encounter between an FA-18 Super Hornet and an unidentified flying vehicle. Seen along the East Coast on the, Ra- on the Raytheon Advanced Targeting Forward-Looking Infrared, like FLIR is what they call it, pod, uh, a moving fast white oval about 45 feet long without wings or an exhaust plume. Uh, and the pilots tracked this object at 25,000 feet above the Atlantic Ocean as it flew away, simultaneously rotated on its axis. No explanation for this thing ever emerged. But they so. have FLIR. Yeah. 
you can watch like their video of it. of it. Sure. Wow. Yeah. And That's it's, cool. you know, yeah, it's pretty cool looking. I love that. 45 feet, no wings, no. And it's just engine. like, and it's just like cruising. Hell yeah. Just takes off. That'd be, I would love to fly around on something like that. Yeah. I mean, I that's. like I'd be probably kind of nauseous. I don't know why, but I just imagine I would. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think that's interesting. Fleer, like, Fleer is like pretty un, you can't really argue with that as much as people could be like, oh, edited video, whatever. Like, that's pretty fucking dope. That's some real shit. Yeah. Some real shit. So, you know, we talk about aliens. Do you, does does everyone here believe in aliens? Or that they um, visited Earth? Well, uh, I, well I, Scott, I don't know where Scott stands on this. Do I believe in aliens and do I believe that they have visited Earth? It's a two-part question. Uh, yes and yes. Okay. All right. Um, J9? I'd say yes, I believe in them. And yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they visited Earth. Yeah. Okay. Double yes for me. I'm all on board. Yes, yes. This is my I'm, I'm with you, Colton. Okay. Okay. I want to say that I'm yes, no. Okay. Oh, okay. I think, I think, I don't, I don't subscribe to the rare earth theory that earth would be maybe one of the only, if not the only planet mm. to sustain life, just given the amount of planets there are in the, the Goldilocks zone. Sure. sure. So you don't, but, and when you say rare earth, you don't mean the band from the seventies? No. Okay. No. Um, but, I I don't know that I that I buy that aliens have have, have come here and come walked here. among us and mm-hmm. or I mean yeah it seems that if aliens had the technology to come all the way here and they'd know that they were being maybe watched or above the ocean like wh- why would they not if they wanted to make their presence known mm-hmm. why do it in such a subtle way but maybe it's maybe you can't put human logic onto onto alien logic I don't know but. Okay. I don't know. I mean, um, what if they don't want their presence known? In which case, how would we know? You'd think that like it would be very, very difficult. So let me ask, ask a different question. Do you think that aliens have even observed Earth or are aware of it? I could buy that. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, well, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is interesting. I believe that you had somebody who sent an email in once that we talked about, which was this sort of this idea of like... Because everyone's like, there's just so many, the universe is so big, there's got to be something else. Well, one of the other sides of that theory, though, is that, you know, life on Earth has only existed for a certain amount of time. So the, the chances of intelligent life on one planet existing at the same time right. as another planet, you know, like, who yeah. knows? Right, and that other civilization is just enough ahead to where they have the technology to mm-hmm. come and observe and visit Earth. Yet, you know, yeah, exactly. They're, we're in the same same amount of yeah. time. Or you must have talked about the Fermi paradox on here. Oh, let's talk about it. Um, you know, you've heard of this. No, Fermi was a was a um, a scientist who who said that like given the amount of planets where that could sustain life, there should be life. Mm-hmm. And then one day, he and a bunch of other scientists were eating, and he just looked up and was like, "Well, where is everyone? If there should be infinite aliens, why haven't we seen?" a lot of and and compelling evidence of their existence and one of the answers to this is kind of depressing <laughs> that they're that built into intelligent life is the seeds of its own self-destruction of course that at some point along along the the life development that we've seen on this planet one of those has to be in a threshold that's incredibly difficult to cross whether it's life emerging 
um, from the primordial soup or life uh, becoming multicellular or life getting a spine or life getting the ability to make tools or life getting the ability to make a civilization or life getting the ability to travel to other planets. One of these has to be very, very difficult to cross over. And the problem being that, that we've made it this far implies that everything behind us is not difficult to cross over. That implies that, which means that a life terminating event lies in our future to prevent us from being the aliens that goes out and explores other worlds. Wow. Makes sense. Mm. I'm down. That's right. That's why when, uh, you know, in Star Trek, they don't visit a planet or introduce themselves until they've developed warp drive. Warp drive? Warp, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they could even have people who go out into space, but it's not until they develop warp drive that the Federation will introduce themselves. What is warp drive? It's just a type of engine that fast. travels through space very fast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Faster speed of light travel, right? It's pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty damn fast. So maybe we just haven't developed enough to, to, for the aliens to... To, to even be like, let's talk to these guys. We're infants yeah. to them. You know, we got mm-hmm. climate change, you know, we're destroying our own planet, and you know, it's not looking so hot right now. Or it's, <laughs> it's looking, looking a little hot. hot. It's yes. like when you want to hang out with a four-year-old who you don't know. That's very true. Would you want to hang out with a four-year-old that you don't know? <laughs> no. And you're not paid to look after. Yeah. If it's not a friend's kid, then I don't want to. I don't want them in my face. Okay. I'm just <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. This has been a trip into space. Remember, buckle your seatbelt, cause it's big. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. those uh, those little safety warnings at the end. Oh yeah, they have like a little tag, you know. It's really good. It helps. <clears throat> Make sure you buckle your safety belt because it's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's believe that's what you said. It's yep. big. Y'all. Space is big. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the theory that the universe is shaped not like like a donut, like <laughs> like it's a big like a big uh, what they call a torus, I think. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. with the, this is another crazy thing that I learned with that I feel like I experienced in college and I was like, wait, what? One of these kind of like hits blunt sort of thoughts, yeah. but that hell yeah. When you think of when you think of the universe, you just kind of think of the Earth kind of in the center because we're because arrogant humans are like, well, we're there, and then and then the universe just expands infinitely off in every direction, and well, what if it does have like a finite shape? It kind of twisted around on itself. That's possible. That, that with the bending of space twists it around, which means that in theory, if that's the case, that like a star that you see on the west side of the sky could be the same. The same star is one that you see on the east side of the sky. Mm. Just huh. you're seeing, and the light from both us, this light could be a billion years old. That light could be 500 so, million years old because you're just seeing the same star from two different distances in a bent space. Universe. So they're essentially flat universers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And this has been a second trip into space. Don't forget to bring your toothbrush. Don't want to get space cavities. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Ross, say a third thing. <laughs> Comedy works in threes. It, it has to. You guys ever looked at that uh, Voyager record? <laughs> you know the gold record that's on the. And welcome back from a third trip to space.
have your pets spayed or neutered. That I- <laughs> Not to drag us back to space, but have you seen that Voyager record? You know, oh the yeah, well, we talked, we've talked about it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's great. You know how it has the picture of the uh, of the of the man and the woman mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. way giving a, a hello there gesture. When I saw that as a little kid, like in third grade, I saw a picture of it in a book, and it was one of the first representations of adult nudity that I'd ever seen. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so you like got excited you. I mean, I was in third grade, so it was like it wasn't. Oh, I wasn't like cooking wood, Colton. But I was like, I saw cooking wood. Saw, like, but it was like fascinating. So, yeah, my my, I was like, I kind of want. I, I like drew from memory. I drew the two people on a piece of paper to wow. just kind of take out and look at, like in a in a way of like, huh. This is like fascinating to me in a way that I can't really articulate in my prepubescent kid oh, brain. Sure. And then I tucked it in a like in a book and took it home and I had it on my little my little desk next to my bed. And my mom and dad came into my room at night while I was sitting there about to go to bed. And they were like, "What's what's uh, going on? Or did you do your homework or something?" I was shuffling around on my desk, and this piece of paper with the drawing I had made popped off and just like and fluttered down to earth yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a leaf from a tree. In my memory, it was just in agonizing slow motion as they're like, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they're gonna see the naked people I drew. I'm bad, I'm a bad, bad boy. I'm not, I, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm realizing, I've only realized in retrospect, looking back how much of like, how much power my parents had at this moment to really Fuck my yeah, my like a, sexuality up sure. and and really like like puts a whole bunch of shame onto my own body and stuff. And they played it so perfectly. There, I I immediately started to cry. I was just like bawling. Oh like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they picked it up and they're like, Hey, it's okay. It's the human body. Yeah. It's 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 fine. Lots of people do art about the about the human body. They played it so perfectly. Aww. I was like, Oh, poor little Ross, was mom and dad. Thank yeah. you. But I was like, I was so embarrassed and scared. Wow. When Thanks, I, Voyager Record. When I was yeah. even younger than that, I was at a babysitter's, and we she babysit multiple kids, uh, Janice Markert, R.I.P., and we were hanging out in her backyard, and it was, I, again, I don't know how, younger than third grade, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably younger, like, could just draw, like, four or five or six, whatever. And we were all drawing butts. <laughs> and we thought it was so funny. It was just essentially two circles. Like that's all we could really come up with. Uh, just so we're that's showing everybody. This. Uh, if you look up oh, Voyager human Voyager body Voyager pictures, human body. can you look up Ross's third grade <laughs> version just so the, I can uh, see like how good it is? So yeah, there's definitely I mean, boobies. But okay. that picture from Voyager will so be on boobies our Patreon and a penis. page. Yeah. It will be what? On our Patreon page, the uh, oh. Voyager yeah, we're picture. We're gonna put all those pictures up on our page. Yeah, the one I drew is it's pretty. It's pretty fucking. It, you might get a little horny. That's all I'm saying. Oh wow! Oh, you might cook some wood. Yeah. Cook some wood, guys. So, I've never like, heard I that s- before. I My, still uh, have it. Might pop a boner. I've never heard <laughs> cook some wood. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, but there's a the ending of my anecdote here oh, yeah. is. Oh yes. I. Also, I got people going. It was really funny because I did like a wavy, wrinkly one. And I was like, this is an old person's butt. And we were all having a good laugh. And then Janice kind of caught us. And it was like, this is bad. Why are you drawing these things? And I remember in the kitchen, there was this other kid who was being babysat. And she was grilling him. And she was like, thought he did it because I was more of like a nice kid. She didn't think I did it. And he was screaming like, Scott was doing it too. Like crying. And I just remember standing there, and she was like, "Did you do it too?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> oh 
God, you fucking monster. Psychopath. I was like, police come for me, I don't say nothing. I was like, I didn't Snitches draw get those. stitches. <laughs> I didn't draw those. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it ain't my fault. It wasn't me. I wasn't drawn, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wasn't drawn, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wasn't drawn, but you saw me with a pen and a paper. Drawing circles, you a hater, cause I wasn't drawing butts, dude, that's for sure. Yo, I got butts, rude, yo. I wasn't drawing butts, not that gluteous. I don't make those drawings, you know I'm doing this on the beat when I'm rapping. I'm getting. I'm getting Chris tired. McCray. I'll redo that. <laughs> Chris oh, McCray, I'm on the me. mic. Fill that in later. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Up in here, drawing butts, G. Yo, I got it. I'm holding this pen. And I'm laughing and giggling again. Got a stack of papers in front of me with booties all drawn on them in front of me. But yo, I didn't do it. <laughs> wasn't me. You can't prove it. <laughs> Even though all the butts are in the same ink that I'm holding in my gut. Oh snap, I'm going to see the principal. I'm in trouble. I have to be invincible. So I get in there and get it hut. But all I can do is just stare at his butt. Um, hello. Yes. Thanks for coming in. I hate to say this now, but you're full of sin because it's a Catholic school and we don't do that. Please, gosh, turn around. I got to give your butt a pat. I'm like, this is bad. God would be just real hecka mad this is bad, bad. a god yeah. would just be r- r- real, real hecka mad. mad do you swear to tell the whole truth in front of the court of law uh. i would never ever draw a butt bra uh. <laughs> come on couldn't kowtow draw a butt with these hands i wouldn't even, even know, know how, how. Uh. yeah so who is doing this i do not have the capacity to draw the gluteus <laughs> A pen and pencil? Shh, what's that for? I would never use them to draw a back door. Order, order, order in, in the, the court. court. I bring the first witness up to this stand. Y'all, here we go, please. It's my girl, Janet. R.I.P. Under, you understand it? Yes, I do. I'm back from the dead to convict you. Uh. Drawing those butts. Now that I'm dead, I can see truth that's what happens when you're dead (laughs) i can see what actually happened i can travel back in time and that's what's happened yo scott i thought you were a nice little boy but i see you with those pins drawn butts like it's a toy joy you're getting make the kids laugh we've heard enough you're guilty guilty no (laughs) you did draw those Ghost has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Convicted by the ghost testimony. Ghost testimony. Yeah, man. Trying to think when I was a kid of like. Because. And it must be totally different now because everyone's got their phones and computers. But like. Yeah, like I had like my stash of porn. Mm. Magazines? Yeah, magazines. Yeah. You know? Um, And. uh, yeah, it just would be 
fucking devastated if like my mom would have found it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I would have. It would be so embarrassing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what kids have now. They just have the internet, right? So it doesn't fucking matter, and they probably could see all sorts of crazy all shit. Yeah. kinds of shit. But it's just like, oh, I didn't clear my search history, then you get busted. Uh yeah, I guess more so of a trail. A, yeah. Growing up, my dad was president of an art college, so I used to see nude models all the time. Hmm. And the first time uh, my friend brought a porn magazine to school, I'm like, I don't get what the big deal is. I saw that yesterday. But I didn't understand the difference between like a 65-year-old woman pose, posing nude <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> 19-year-olds. Oh, like, wow. That's why Alex okay. only fucks <laughs> old-ass women. Like oh, old. Just... Kick a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Every time. <laughs> oh, women. Okay. Yeah, every time we come over, there's like another old lady waddling out of here. That's awesome. Walk of shame. Yeah. Walk of shame. Yeah, hold your head up high, old lady. Walker of shame. You're yeah, doing walker it. Of uh, shame. Walker of shame. Yeah, she takes the walker oh, out. That man. van picks her up and takes her back to the home. It's horrible. Oh, buddy. Alex, you no, gotta no, no, stop, no. man. I'm a I was the lover of Daryl Zanuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex Burke, you rocked my world. I'm a gentleman. I get them an Uber. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's, that's nice. nice. What's Uber? <laughs> hey, Alex, you know what time it is? Uh, is it music time? Ooh, I think it is, yeah. Let's see what music time is. Music time is said no i was like i've got an idea <laughs> i'll talk about that oh you're gonna talk about the band rare earth. rare earth is an american rock band affiliated with motown's rare earth record label named after the band which it prospered from 1970 to 1972 although not the first white band signed to motown rare earth was the first big hit making act signed by motown that consisted of only of white members Oh, yeah. None of the previously signed all-white acts, the Rustics, the Dalton Boys, or the Underdogs, had any hits. So Motown had three other white people bands. They didn't make any hits. But Rare Earth. And you've definitely heard a couple of Rare Earth songs. You've heard, I just want to celebrate. Yes. That's, uh, it was in the movie Three Kings, I remember, but it, mm-hmm. that song's around. They, have, they do a version of Get Ready, um, that uh, whoever sings that, Temptations or something. Yeah, I believe that, that there's a documentary out right now called The Black Godfather on Netflix. Yes. And I think it also t- it touches on this because he oh, was like one of the guys who like put the, helped put these bands together and oh, managed wow. them. And people were like, you want to make a white funk band? And he's like, I'm going to do it. 
Like the Funkadoodles. Like the, just like the Funkadoodles. He was like you back in he the day. He was like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, wow. that's also interesting. I like because I wasn't planning to talk about Rare Earth before, but then you said it, and so now we're talking about it. And also, I like that you brought up Colton appearance, and maybe somehow, mm. sometimes appearance. Sure. As a Caucasian, you you you're like you're not you don't naturally think of you as being a hip hop person or a a soul musician or a funk musician or something like that, but. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, and I, I'm not. I don't have any opinions about it. Really, it's more so just that. You know, it's that weird world that uh, you know, because there's all this. Uh, you know, that's why I, I remember, especially at Key and Peel when it really started happening, where people were talking about cultural appropriation. appropriation. Yeah. And uh, I definitely have an issue with somebody dressed up like a, you know, wears like a sombrero and they're like, I'm, and I'm a Mexican or they put on blackface and they're like, look, I'm a black guy. Yeah, that sucks. That shit's not cool. Uh, but then there's like where people are just sort of celebrating or learning about or engaged in or just naturally gifted at an art form or something that was created by one culture, but we're all humans. Remember that? So mm-hmm. like if one group has a certain way they sing a song another human from a different group might also have all the tools to sing the song that same way and if they find that and they gives them enjoyment and they do it that they're not t- doing something bad to the other culture and so i have a little bit of an issue where there's a lot of that you know like you know i don't know where to draw the line there's like a you know there was a story about these two ladies who like they took a trip to Mexico or something and they were living in Mexico and they were both cooks and they learned how to make these like tacos. Yeah. And then they went and opened up a taco stand or something in Portland. And people were like, you can't open this up. That's cultural appropriation. I don't know. Like to me, I go, I mean, was it called like beaners tacos? Like if that's the case, then yeah, they can't open that taco stand. I got a problem with okay. that. But if it's just two ladies who are like, we like to make tacos we right. like to cook. Then what? So the, here's what I'd say. What if they open it up? They just said, we don't call them tacos. We call them, you know, something else. Western flatbreads. Yeah, Western flatbreads. <laughs> if we call them Western flatbreads, then they, they can open up their Western flatbread truck. So I don't know. Yeah, if they're not like directly stealing recipes and shit. I mean, you know, sure. But they're like learning from people. And yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's because where does the line get drawn? And it's like food you look at food like i can't blend cuisines i can't blend styles of stuff i can't be inspired by another culture to infuse that in my fashion in my music in my film i can't watch uh and like pay an homage to a kurosawa movie as a director Mm -hmm. i can't be you know borrow from masters that are of different cultures i mean the lines are always so blurry it's i feel like as a as a white guy it's hard to really to really pull the trigger on being like, this is clearly a case of cultural appropriation and this is what's not. And if somebody were ever to be like, hey, you rapping is cultural appropriation, I would sit down and have that conversation and be willing to be convinced. But like, I I think it's probably, hopefully in every case, it's just a level of respect. Here's what I'd also say. Respect respect for the culture of origin. I think it'd also go, okay, it is cultural appropriation. So Okay, is it cultural exploitation? Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, like appropriation, I'll appropriate all sorts of fucking crazy shit. You know, all those people out there, any, everybody who's out there dressed like wearing gym clothes or sweatpants and doesn't go to the gym, 
they're appropriating workout, you know, workout culture, workout gear, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you do want to sit down and have that conversation. But sometimes I'm just like, what, like, and I think that think that and maybe you guys probably noticed that though. Is that if it's good, then nobody cares anymore. That seems to be like a if thing. You, if, <laughs> like post Malone, people, yeah, you like you know, I think like uh, you know, people would be like, like even like uh, once upon a time in Hollywood kind of be case in point, and this isn't that's definitely uh, uh, not directly aligned, but a lot of people were just like mad that it even was happening during the time of the Manson killings, and they're like, you can't do that, you can't exploit that, and then the movie came out, and people were like, oh, well, it's good, so you know. You know, oh no, we're not, we're not upset about that anymore. <laughs> so the lesson is the lesson is if you're good, be yeah, good. Good, yeah. You get on the mic and you just fucking bang out some sick freestyle. Like, what person in their right mind is going to walk up and go, "Well, actually, I think it, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that." Right. The guy's built to do it. Clearly, mm-hmm. yeah. If you do anything with respect and then you like fucking get yeah. humble, you get good at it. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can look at like. The way the way the kind of parallel conversations occurred, but about like someone like Vanilla Ice versus a contemporary like third base, mm-hmm. and how like you could, there's just like an attitude and a respect that each one of those people maybe brought to the genre that informs whether or not it's exploitive. And there's and there's there's contemporary examples as well you could point to. Beastie Boys. Yeah, or like yeah, somebody like I don't know like the way people talk about someone like. I mean, the difference between someone like Logan Paul doing a rap song and like mm-hmm. Mac Miller doing a rap song. Yeah, Logan's sure. sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, what? I'm sorry. What Logan Paul's. Logan Paul's sick. Yeah, at rapping. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> is he? Your, is he like? Where is he in your? Is he the goat? Your, your top five rappers. Where's Logan Paul? One through five. <laughs> no, that's. Five. No, I'm kidding. That's insane. He's one, two. Four and five, and okay, who's three? Who's three? Hmm? Jake Paul, me. <laughs> yeah. I'm no me. I'm in the middle, and it's a it's a little Scott sandwich with Jake Paul bread. Oh, <laughs> Logan Jesus Paul, buddy. What? Nothing. I'm very attracted to him. <laughs> okay. This is a shout out. Look, <laughs> a shout out to all those Logan Paul fans, and to Logan Paul directly too. I, I'm really attracted to you. Let's do this. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Just another Scott Silly. That was one of Scott Silly's. <laughs> Sounds like a cereal. Have a have a tasty bowl of Scott Silly's. Let's have a bowl of Scott Silly's. Hey, Logan Paul. How you living? Logan Paul What are you giving My friend Scott Just thinks you're the coolest Love you dude Your YouTube videos Are the brooding Straight artist, I love you. Logan Paul, master of your craft. Vlogs. Logan 
Logan. Me and Janine Hogan at the podcast. And Colton Dunn. Get it Colton. He's a boss. Like Ross. Logan Paul. What's up with Jake Paul too? Hang out with y'all and we can go to the mall. We can hang with your boys. We can make a vlog and we can make some noise. We can breast the house cause a mess we can go into that japanese forest where all the people kill themselves we can make a video we'll put it on the shelves and out in the internet then regret make a statement that we do regret what we said sorry about that i know those people were dead no one will stop you logan paul can't be stopped. No one would drop you, Logan Paul. Hey, Logan. Scott wants to break up your marriage. Save a place in your bed for Scott. I know you just got married, Logan, but Scott wants to run up in there and prove he's the man for you. I'll draw your butt if you want me to. To practice drawing a butt It's not whackness I'm really good at it So don't be afraid if you wake up And it's me drawing your butt In the corner You got a million followers But only one who's willing to follow you All the way to your house <laughs> And into your heart Sky. And into your soul Sky. Let him hold you Sky. Just don't let him go Scott and Logan, 2020. Run for president together. Talk about Scott and Logan. I love you, Logan. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Scott. I think you did a beautiful job too. Oh wow, that's very nice of you. You really got that one going. Okay, beautiful. I uh, never thought we would go there, and I'm so happy we did. Oh, mm-hmm. that's nice. If I could also go somewhere else, where are we gonna go now? Are you deep into the hallway? I'm deep, deep afar. Janine has just ran way down the hallway. Yeah, She's listen very... to me, Janine. She she went to that big concrete cistern. Here's, here's <laughs> what is everyone listening? Here's what you I have what? to say. I'd like to take a trip oh. to find out where is the jam space. Nice. And I'll tell you where the jam space is. If you happen to be in the North Hollywood Ralphs on the mm. corner of Vineland and Magnolia, uh, the jam space is actually aisle 17 at the very end. All right. So on the left, the, I always ask this, but on the left or right? I or is feel, it both? I think it's left. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so, where all the jams are? That's where the jams are. That's the jam space. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's do, my whole segment. Um, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions about sure. it? Sure. Do the... Uh, you've been to a few grocery stores now. Sure. 
has anyone stuck out as far as having a better selection? This Rouse actually is larger than uh, the Vons I first said. The Publix in Port St. Lucie that I mentioned is also pretty large. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would argue that this Ralph's probably has a larger selection of jams. So if you're looking for variety, you might want to head on down to North Hollywood and check out this Ralph's. Did we miss a, your segment mm-hmm. which was on one of the previous episodes? Mm-hmm. Oh, heavens. But that's fine. I would have just said this anyways, and you found it out anyways. Okay, good. And now it's time to take a deep dive. Into the murder of John Bonet Ramsey. Who killed her? Why? And where are they? All these things and more we will discover as we dive into the case of John Bonet Ramsey. All right, Ross, so this is a part of the show that I like to do where um, I like to get people's thoughts on what they think happened to John Benet Ramsey. And the hope is that as I continue with this show, we'll put, be able to put together enough information to figure out who murdered this poor little girl. Anything I can do to help? Yeah, are you aware of the case? Um... I'm aware of its existence. I'm not up on my JonBenet Ramsey dates, though. Mm. That's suspicious. Wait. <laughs> well, she was six years old. Okay. Um, we don't think was. you did it. You can relax. Right. No, we definitely don't think you did it. But okay. we don't know who you did it. Could've. So. Did you do it? Where are you from? God, no. North Carolina. That's not close at all to where the murder occurred. Mm-hmm. Well, um... You know, there has been some uh, developments in the case. Uh, we talked about those a few episodes back, about a photographer who they thought might um, might have something to do with it. But I'm always open to hearing anybody's hot takes. Um, but uh, it seems like maybe you have nothing. Well, let me just say, <laughs> I appreciate you being open to hot takes. Thank you, first of all. Yeah. Thanks I, for being open to hot takes. You know, my, no matter how old I get, I, <laughs> okay. I never want to be closed off to hot takes. Okay. That's smart. That's good. good for you. We'll yeah, remind of you of that in 40 years when we're still doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, when we're doing our mm-hmm. Pass the Baton and episode. full sleeves. So you don't know anything space. about the... I really don't, actually. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know that I could be much help to you. Yeah. Hmm. I... Well, we leave with more questions than answers. You're still out there, but don't worry, we're gonna find you. And when we do, we will have solved the murder of John Benet Ramsey. Wear a seatbelt. It's big out there. Welcome to a brand new segment I just decided to do. It's called Horse News. (laughs) Mr. Money continues to roll in West Virginia Derby. 
Allied Racing Stables Mr. Money had to deal with a loose horse when winning the G3 Indiana Derby last out, but he had no such challenges in Saturday's G3 West Virginia Derby. Looking loaded for bear the whole way around the course, the three-year-old son of gold sense made short work of the field to win by open lengths as the one to two favorite. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Good news. Can I ask what what you Googled? Horse news. That's what I figured. That's that's cool. That's what comes up. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing up. That was the I was first so, thing. I, what I was so happy is that it wasn't a horse dying at the <laughs> racetrack, which is normally what you hear. That is the last thing I saw previously horse news related was the Santa Anita racetrack. These horses are dying. How are they dying? Uh, I'm not reading these I, articles. I don't know exactly how they're dying, but um, maybe they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're pushing them <laughs> too hard. whatever's happening over yeah. there. Is no I'd yeah. like to take a trip to a new segment that oh, I whoa. just decided to do wow, okay. right now. Because I decided it's so spur of the moment. You don't have any music for it? I don't have an intro song. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. There it is. Perfect. So, today I'm here to tell you facts about jam. Oh, wow. Jam, jelly, these are not two different words for the same thing. Okay. They're actually entirely different foods. And that is the uh, fact of the day on uh, jams. All right. So, we talked about jams. We talked about horse... Thank Talk you. about horses. Talk about job and Ramsey. And, and uh, I'd like to do my own segment. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, never mind. Uh, Go ahead. This is called Alex plays one of his favorite chords. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, great, Alex. I mean, because there's uh, how many chords? Hey, Ross, do you know how many chords there are? No, I, I thought there was like an infinite number of chords. Is there an infinite number of chords, Alex? Absolutely not. Or a near infinite number. <laughs> how, <laughs> how many? How many chords? There's a finite there, number Alex? of notes, I guess. Uh, I mean, twelve notes. Uh, yeah. But there's so many possibilities. Alexander Skriabin used to say, "Give me enough time, and I'll find a chord that could destroy the world." Uh, he also wow. Wasn't so saying. I think Ross is correct. That sounds Maybe like there's so. an, an infinite number of chords. Yeah. So uh, here's one of my favorites. Okay. Let's try to guess it. Okay. Is that uh, A? No. It's a mi- like a minor of some sort. A minor? It's an F minor. Okay. It is a C13. It is voiced 3, 13, 7, and 9. Okay. okay. Mysterious. Sounds yeah. spooky. C13, mm-hmm. yeah. It sounds like a film mm-hmm. noir chord. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, and uh, that's the end of the segment. I like that segment. Thank you. Hey, Ross, do you have... Oh, okay. It's time for your segment, Ross. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Anything. Yeah, it's, it's anything. It's my segment. This is my segment. Um, We're with you. This is my segment. It's about... It's, uh, it's, you know, I read a lot of history books and listen to a lot of history, um, history books on tape. So if you uh, ask me a history question, I'll do my best to answer it. Mm-hmm. Who killed oh. Abraham Lincoln? Oh, yeah. I happen to know a little about that. It's a murder. Murder of the century. It's a murder. But was it meant to be? It's a murder. Theater feature. Who was the man who was shot in the booth at Ford's Theater? He was shot right inside the booth. Who was the man who shot him? John Wilkes Booth. Who? John Wilkes Booth. Who? believe that is the truth. True. Jumping right out of the booth. Booth. John Wilkes, that's who the man is. Jumped right off the balcony like six Emperor Tyrannus. Shot the president right in the back of the head. Man, a couple hours later, Abraham was dead. John Wilkes Booth, an actor from Maryland. 
evolved into a very scary man. Yeah, alive with slave owners. Yeah, bad dude. It's true. Super, super evil. Yeah, you better believe it. Aligned with some very bad folks and shot the president, man. That's no jokes. Wow, that's a great segment. That's a good segment. I like this. So that segment is just basically about John Wilkes Booth and yeah, uh, what you need. So, and if uh, they want to learn more about John Wilkes Booth, you can Google him. Google him or mm-hmm. read "My Thoughts Be Bloody" by Nora Titone. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh oh. Yep, that sounds. Like we just came out the other end of the tunnel known as Jam Jam Space. We're lightly touching back down on Earth. Yeah. Almost. And at the end of every show, uh, Ross, what we like to do is talk to that one listener who was just listening to us, and we like to try to talk to them directly, like they were sitting in the room with us. Great. So I'll start it off by saying, hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us. That was really cool of you to play and let us hang out with you while you walked your very slow dog or you were driving to work or you were just getting some stuff done around the house uh it's been really fun hanging out with you and i hope you had a lot of fun because we had a lot of fun making some music on this beautiful sunday so thanks so much for listening you ever meditated before give it a whirl just breathe in and out and watch your thoughts see what happens it's good to do it right away first thing in the morning and see how your day goes I bet it'll run more smoothly. Maybe take a second. Just take a second of the coming week and do two Google searches. One for the concept of rare earth so that you can have a sense of maybe just how special life on this planet is. And if you understand how rare it is, you'll understand that it's precious and shouldn't be taken for granted. And then after that, do a Google search for the Motown act, rare earth. A white soul and funk band managed by the good people of Motown Records in Detroit Rock City. It's some good music for you and your loved ones. And after you do all all of that Googling, I want you to sit down and say, hmm, what is my segment? Mm. What is my thing? What do I love and want to learn and spread more information about? And whatever that is, do it start talking about it start making things based on that and i can't wait to check all those things out thanks hey you know what uh alex yes sir would you like to say anything to the listener yeah thank you for sticking with us and growing with us just like we're sticking with you and growing with you Mm -hmm. um you're an amazing person and your friendship means a lot and i'm just going to jump in one more time if you're looking to really cook some wood this week take a look at that voyager record because the the people on there are pretty smoking They're banging. Yeah. banging bods ross, and also do, a hydrogen atom that's true ross where do people find you online you what can do you find, want to plug you can find me on instagram at ross bb that's ross bb and uh you can find um schedules for shows that are coming up and little drawings I do and links to things I've made. And you do improvise Shakespeare and Largo Theater in Los Angeles and you're doing a residency where? Um, yeah, you can see um, the Improvised Shakespeare Company at the Largo in Los Angeles once or twice a month. Check their website. Starting in October, we'll be doing a residency at the Denver Center for the Performing Arts, so check that out. Okay. And uh, you can see uh, some gr- groups I perform with at UCB, at UCB Sunset on Thursdays, Magic to Do, and on Fridays, Baby Wants Candy. Check nice. it all out. Yeah.
jamspacepodcast at gmail.com at jamspacepod both on twitter and instagram this has been the jam space podcast